Welcome to our time of devotion coming to you from Church of the Palms in Sarasota, Florida. We are delighted that you've joined us to reflect on God's Word. Today's scripture passage is from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 10, verses 24 through 33. In this final section of the chapter, Jesus recognizes the courage, impact, and reward of faithful and active mission. As you listen, you'll hear Jesus telling his disciples three times to not be afraid or to have no fear. When someone feels the need to tell us over and over again to not be afraid, I imagine there is something fairly big that is frightening. Hear now the word of God. A disciple is not above the teacher, nor a slave above the master. It is enough for the disciple to be like the teacher and the slave like the master. If they have called the master of the house Belizable, how much more will they malign those of his household? So have no fear of them, for nothing is covered up that will not be uncovered, and nothing secret that will not become known. What I say to you in the dark, tell in the light, and what you hear whispered, proclaim from the housetops. Do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. And even the hairs on your head are all counted. So do not be afraid. You are of more value than many sparrows. Everyone, therefore, who acknowledges me before others, I will also acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But whoever denies me before others, I also will deny before my Father in heaven. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Speak to us, O God. As we hear these words in scripture, as we reflect on the words together, may your voice ring clear in our ears. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. When I'm reading a Bible passage that I get to spend some time thinking about for a devotion or a sermon or just to do a bit of deeper um, study in my personal life, I often read the passage in several translations. I'm sure most of you are familiar with Eugene Peterson's The Message Bible. Did you know that he grew up in Kalispell, Montana, which was the big town where we sometimes shopped because it was only 17 miles away from Big Fork? He retired and died in 2018 at his home in Lakeside, Montana, which is just across the lake from where I grew up small world. Anyway, Peterson had been a professor at a seminary where he taught Hebrew and Greek. He had expected to live the rest of his life as a professor and scholar, teaching and writing and studying. But his life took a vocational turn, and he ended up pastoring a congregation for some 40 years. Well, Pastor Peterson was surprised that nobody seemed to care much about the Bible, which was curious to him because he had 
most recently been making his living by teaching the Bible to eager students. It turned out that many of the people in his congregation knew virtually nothing about the Bible. They had never read it and weren't interested in learning. Or on the other hand, many others had spent years reading it, but then it had gone flat through familiarity, reduced to cliches. Feeling bored, they dropped it. And he found that there weren't many people in between. Very few people seemed interested in what he considered his primary work of getting the words of the Bible into their heads and hearts, of getting the message lived. So he wrote the message, a paraphrase from the original languages. It is a readable Bible to help folks along the journey. All of that to say, I want to read to you our passage today from the message because it just helped me to gain a fuller understanding of what was going on in this passage. So Jesus is speaking, and here it is from the message. A student doesn't get a better desk than her teacher. A laborer doesn't make more money than his boss. Be content, pleased even, when you, my students, my harvest hands, get the same treatment I get. If they call me the master dung face, what can the workers expect? Don't be intimidated. Eventually, everything is going to be out in the open and everyone will know how things really are. So don't hesitate to go public now. Don't be bluffed into silence by the threats of bullies. There's nothing they can do to your soul, your core being. Save your fear for God who holds your entire life, body and soul in his hands. What's the price of a pet canary? Some loose change, right? And God cares what happens to it even more than you do. He pays even greater attention to you down to the very last detail, even numbering the hairs on your head. So don't be intimidated by all this bully talk. You're worth more than a million canaries. Stand up for me against world opinion, and I'll stand up for you before my Father in heaven. If you turn your tail and run, do you think I'll cover for you? In this passage, we hear some of the differences and the similarities between Jesus and his disciples. The one thing disciples can count on is sharing the same fate of rejection and persecution. But Jesus goes on to tell us that we shouldn't be afraid of the bullies. They don't hold the ultimate power. In fact, the God who knows and loves us so much, down to every last hair on our head, holds our entire life, body and soul, in those loving hands. So yes, we may have fear of those bullies who hold power in this world, but Jesus calls us to step into that fear with courage, because the one with the ultimate power over life and death and beyond is God alone. It was said of John Knox as they buried him, here lies one who feared God so much that he never feared the face of any man. May we trust God to know that one day the truth will be revealed to all people 
and that God has us in God's loving hands today and for all time. May this trust in God give us strength for those times where we honestly feel a little afraid. Perhaps then we will find the courage to step into our fear and to boldly proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. I'd like to share an affirmation of faith that I found from a sanctified art. It seems to capture the essence of God and of this good news for us. And it goes like this. We believe in a God who knows our names, who counts the hairs on our heads and carries the dreams in our hearts. We believe that God's fingerprints are all over creation and that God is forever speaking to us in a million different ways. We believe that awe and wonder, goosebumps and laughter, telling stories and paying attention are all ways that we can say thank you to our creating, sustaining, and loving God. Therefore, we commit ourselves to moving through the world with eyes wide open, with porous hearts and grateful spirits. We commit ourselves to living lives of awe, wonder, and gratitude, trusting that these things will forever draw us deeper into God's loving arms. We believe. We stand in awe. Thanks be to God.